0: Welcome, everybody, to our behind-the-scenes. We're going to be a a lot more off-the-cuff here, like we aren't already, but, you know, yeah. So, how about them fucking coronavirus memes, though, right?
1: (laughs) I actually haven't seen too many. I think the only one I've really seen is the one my cousin sent me. I haven't really been paying attention to
0: it. I've made a couple, um, but serious topic though. There were several senators who got insider trading info about mm-hmm. the coronavirus, and they dumped their stock. One of them was the gun grabber herself, Diane Feinstein.
1: Yeah, didn't we talk about this? We talked about it either on a behind the scenes or or the podcast last time.
0: Something, but I but I made a meme. Uh, with like a breaking news meme where uh, it said coronavirus has uh, coronavirus apologizes for Feinstein, then the byline was virus apologizes for having California senator. Because mm-hmm. I mean, insider trading like that is bullshit, and I I will be the first to say I don't care what party you're in. If you do that shit, you need to go to jail because isn't that what uh what grandma went to jail for, a.k.a. Martha Stewart?
1: Yeah, that's exactly what they sent Martha Stewart to jail for. Because somebody warned her, and so she moved her money, and they fucking put her in jail for it. Yeah. But these motherfuckers, so... it's proven they got a heads up. No legal action. But we know that the the law works differently for for rich people and those who are not rich people,
0: mm, but it shouldn't though that's that's the big thing
1: oh, I know unfortunately it does, and we don't really do anything about it. We get mad about it for uh, the populace overall gets mad about it for a little bit, for a little while and then forget about it
0: mm yep. And in that, you are definitely 100% totally correct. We have the attention span of a gnat's dick, sadly. Mm. But yeah, so... Uh, don't need to get serious or anything. This this is just us decompressing and everything. But if we get serious, that's fine, too. It's whatever. Um but yeah, I've got a, I've got a cube potato in the microwave cooking with some uh, French fry seasoning and soy. So I'm gonna tear into that shit as soon as it's done. After we're done with this, yeah. But yeah, so uh, like, so I was actually, it actually kind of, kind of shook me when you were like. I'm surprised you're you're not talking about Henri. More, she's got the biggest titties in the anime, and I'm like, eh, eh. yeah. Talking about who, Henri? Oh yeah. And I was like, eh, eh. well, you're not wrong. I did call her glasses big big titties, didn't I? And you were like, well, that's all you've said about her. Doesn't mean I'm yeah. not thinking about. Her.
1: Hey, yeah, but you go on and on about Celty though. You're like, "Oh, Celty's still hot. I can't wait. Ooh, them Celty titties!" Like every time we talk about it, you talk about how attracted you are to Celty, but you don't say. You only said you said the one thing about Andre, and you never
0: Glasses mentioned her Mc again. Glasses titties.
1: Yep, you called her "glasses McBig big titties" from the <laughs> from when we did the first podcast of it. The first ep- when we reviewed the first episode, that was like six podcasts ago, and you uh, never mentioned her
0: after that. She, well, I don't. Maybe, maybe it's that that hot to crazy scale, and she's that crouching tiger, hidden crazy. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, I would, I would. She's totally, she's totally a waifu, but. <sighs> and she definitely has some big titties But Yeah Like I had said in the podcast I would totally have a uh, A waifu sandwich with her And, uh, and Kelty mm. At least at that point mm. I'd have somebody's face to kiss <clears throat> I don't know why I'm not as interested
1: in Kelty. Weirdly enough Maybe it's because mm. she doesn't have a head. It might be because she doesn't have a head. Maybe I'll think differently when she gets her head back. I expect her to get her head back. So but maybe I'll think differently in, then.
0: But if it is in fact that uh, that one uh, thousand yard stare chick with the with the weird scar on her neck, if that is in fact her head, ooh, tell you what, that'll be two faces to kiss that time. And I can just like put a mask over her eyes so I don't see the thousand yard stare, which I mean I don't know. Like I'm I'm into a lot of weird shit, but like <laughs> like to be honest, a thousand yard stare is a deal breaker. That just makes me think, uh, okay, you've seen a lot of shit and pee peace off now. <clears throat> Actually, had that happen one time. So this is this is truly a behind-the-scenes story. When I was when I was stationed in Korea, uh, me and my and my friend Victor, we went out to uh, you know get drunk and uh, find an Ajima who had some Akashis that we could uh, take advantage of. Well, I, I paid the money and she and the girl just got down on the bed and just, and was just staring left and right left and right and I was like i've lost all interest and got up pulled my pants up and left the room mm-hmm. cuz yeah cuz yeah that that kind of shit is a is a turn off just saying
1: yeah, when the chick just lays there, that that's definitely, yeah, you're not wrong.
0: Indeed, I am not wrong.
1: Or she she's like all gung-ho about it, and then all of a sudden it's like last minute she changed her mind, and now she's nervous as shit, and is all like, Hesitant and shit. Yeah, that it's like. Look, you were perfectly fine with this idea until we got here. Now you're having
0: like we're both naked. This is about to happen. I've had that that issue. I've had that issue too. Actually, funny enough, uh, it's when I got back to the states and uh, I was uh, I was stationed at Fort Riley, and it was actually funny enough after I got back from being deployed to kuwait and the and the chick that i thought i had had a thing with was just using me and uh but it it was i guess in, in a sense like that it was it was a mutual so like the the ex was there and the chick that i was dancing with was hotter than her and and she got the message but then when we, after the club when we went back to her place, it was I'm having second thoughts okay, mm-hmm. let me drive back home, drive back to the barracks drunk, which I did, and almost wrecked my car like three or four times <laughs> yeah, dude, it's and don't
1: get me wrong, it is her right to change her mind at any point in time. The problem is if you don't if you are not sure, then just
0: don't initiate it like don't 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 do the thing. just be like i'm I'm not comfortable with this and in general in general a good dude's going to be like okay i understand that yeah it's like that, that doesn't that doesn't account for the uh for the affluent fuckasses who are like no nah, no nah, i'm i'm affluent and i'm just going to fucking take you and then the judge is like well he's a good kid and i don't want to ruin his swimming career mm-hmm. <laughs> Because that was a thing that happened well it's also about being responsible
1: right it's like if you don't make any promises you know at first mm. don't act like you're you're ready for a physical uh, for something physical to happen and don't lead a guy on thinking that you're you know lead him into thinking that you are ready for something physical for only for you to then get into that position and be like uh I didn't expect to get this far I don't know what to do now like fucking Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) right (sighs) right and I know we've had personal conversations on rape culture i I'm pretty sure we've talked about it on the podcast, have we not? We have. Hmm. That... And I I don't want to uh, place blame or guilt on any one party in general, but when you do shit like that, that kind of makes rape culture a thing. And like you had said, it's it's all about personal responsibility. It definitely is. Now I will say the however caveat that in the heat of the moment are we thinking of personal responsibility? I am, which is probably why I
1: don't have any kids. <laughs>
0: indeed
1: like you'd be surprised how many of uh the guys i've talked to over the years who were who were friends and who i worked with would have like three or four kids uh and not be married to the mom and be like yeah well the heat of the moment happened and then i was like dude i've never been in your situation i've never been in a situation where the heat of the moment stopped me from putting a condom on like not once (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah that's funny enough you say that uh guy that trained me for my job he uh he's he's single but has like two kids from at least one one chick and like his his whole thing was you know i gotta make this money to pay for these kids and and this, and I've have actually come up with this this line of thought. Shit like that is a liability. And and I thank all the deities that Christy and I do not have kids right now, because it would be it would be a literal Armageddon since. She's in the hospital. I'm the one working. We wouldn't be able to do that shit if we had kids. And even, even still, like, I'm good with kids. Kids love me. You know, I'll, I'll treat a kid like an adult. I'll talk to him like an adult. I won't be like, oh, smoochy, poochy, poochy, woo, 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 woo. In any of that shit. And I'm not a child molester, no matter what my fucking driver's license picture looks like. I do not molest children. I molest myself. Eh, That's how I do shit.
1: Some of us are just born with that face.
0: Mm, the resting... the uh, So there's the RBF, the, rest, the resting bitch face. I've got the uh, RSKF, resting serial killer face but then i would also add you know my 3 years of service in the army and you know it's it's what and the fact that i shave my head cuz i've been going bald since i was 15 and my goatee that i used to hide my double chin so yeah I'm, i might look like a serial killer but i'm actually a nice guy Joel, can attest to that yeah <laughs> but yeah so uh, like seriously but, um, and, and and I'll be honest I'm wondering I'm honestly wondering I don't know if I've I don't remember if I've said this or not I'm honestly wondering if this COVID-19 isn't manufactured did I say that before or not? Uh, I think you may have.
1: I'm not sure, but considering it came out of China, I wouldn't be surprised. I forgot to mention it on the podcast, but the Chinese go- Chinese government has been f- it has been found to be a fact that they have not been reporting uh, the situation uh, of the coronavirus in their country. They have mm. not been reporting it properly. They've been budging their numbers. And
0: they've been tight-lipped, fucking shit up. No, they've been
1: outright lying about the deaths, about them, about their quarantine measures working. They have been outright lying about a lot of it. And... They have been silencing and making people in that country disappear. Like the Chinese people have been saying, "No, it's way worse than they said it was. It's way worse than they've been telling you guys." And there have been Chinese like YouTubers and video makers who were covering the coronavirus that they were that uh, they ended up disappearing. People have not heard for them from them in the last three weeks. They just disappeared.
0: And they, yeah, I've heard, I've heard that too. And it, it was like, especially doctors, well, it, who had realized this, this could be a thing, yeah. And they were making a stink about it, and then all of a sudden, here comes the the red booted jack thugs, pretty much disappearing them.
1: Like the Chinese government has been outright hiding the actual effect the coronavirus has been having on China, and they've been silencing. And basically, and kidnapping people who talk about it. This is the, and and it brings into a new light the fact that all of our businesses seem to be, seem to be climbing over each other. They get on their knees and suck China's dick. This is a problem. Hmm.
0: Uh, This is a uh, huge uh. problem. My, my favorite leftist, Scott Adams, and I've, I've mentioned him on the podcast, I've mentioned him to you. He's a big proponent of decoupling from China. Do you know how much of our medical, our medications, our equipment, anything to do with medicine comes from China? I do not. At least 80%.
1: Hmm. what exactly though it it surprises me that so much of our medicine is coming from China like I I could understand like medical equipment but the actual medicine I wouldn't trust anything from China that has to go into my body (laughs)
0: like buying a little made in China novelty in the
1: dollar store is one thing but Putting anything made by China inside my body is a whole different thing,
0: right? So there, there's actually been two medications, and I wished I had mentioned this on the podcast, but it's uh, hydroxychloroquine, and I I can't think of the other one, but used they're they're essentially anti-malaria medications, so. You know, look. You know, reach into that how you will. That an anti-malaria medication defeats this kind of flu respiratory thing. Because I've, I'm, I'm the kind of guy who will listen to all all sides. And the extreme right side is saying this is like a population culling thing. And, and even my, my friend who's a, a staff sergeant in the Guard, I won't mention him by name, he posted a picture about all the CEOs that have stepped down from their office during this quarantine. And like, it, it poses the question, what is all this shit really about? And then if you, and here, let me put my tinfoil hat back on. Let me get it adjusted. There we go. So if, if we're going to operate off of Epstein didn't kill himself because he was murdered because he was like the, the child pimp for, you know, the elite of the elite. Is this a is this a Hunger Games culling, but they're using this virus as a screen? Are you still there? Did I'm I get this? Nope, we're still recording. Uh, I actually think so. You're on-
1: I also po- I posed that question to uh, a friend of mine. I was like because I actually brought up your uh, what you were saying when we were talking about how the Democrats were impeaching Trump and how it feels like some other shit is going on in the background. And then they found out that Mm -hmm. they may have been tipped off about the coronavirus way before it actually got to the U.S. And I was like, what if that's Mm -hmm. what the entire impeachment of Trump was about? Look over here at this. Don't look over here at that.
0: Watch the birdie.
1: So I, I actually posed <laughs> that question too, especially when I found out about the insider trading thing. I was like, huh.
0: Isn't that interesting? Hopefully and and when it comes to something like that, you know, I don't care if it was like the the most nicest Republican senator or the evilist Diane Feinstein. They all need to go to jail because mm. they done broke the fucking law. And I'm pretty sure there were a couple Republican senators that dumped their stock through that insider trading. I have no... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't care if they're Republican, Democrat, or whatever. They done broke the law. They need to pay the price. Predispositions, I think is what I was looking for. You know, have no predispositions to that. If you dumped your stock because you got insider trading info, you need to go to jail. Need to get your law license stripped you don't get to go back to the senate you don't pass go you don't collect $200 you go straight to jail and there's no amount of rolling doubles that will get you back out just saying well you're not wrong but aside from that, um, what else can we talk about on this bonus behind? The scenes? Mm-hmm.
1: But I'll be right back. I'm going to go put food in the oven.
0: Mm. So I will, uh, attempt to fill this space. Hopefully I don't sound too much like a tinfoil hat. Um, I I don't think that this isn't a big issue. It is a big issue. It's definitely a big issue. Um, people need to stop politicizing it for their gain or to cut the feet out of the opposing party's gain. Case in point, the whole thing with the with the two trillion dollar stimulus bill. I understand us us working folk need that money, but why does the Kennedy Center Center need thirty five thousand sorry thirty five million dollars? Uh, I do understand the post office bailout they, they need help they're they're a government entity without the government funding they're self funding basically I, I've known that for a good ten years um but like this all this this carbon stuff this racial equity this racial quota shit that's just Okay I am back well hello yes i was just talking about the uh the pork in the in the bill that was that was passed
1: mm, which one
0: well like like i was like i was saying i understand that the post office might need a bailout they they are a government entity that does not get government funding they they rely solely on the money they collect for doing their services. So I can understand them getting a bailout. What I don't understand, and I'm pretty sure I mentioned this in the podcast, like $35 million for the Kennedy foundation. I think that's a payoff. Uh, All this carbon tax, racial equity, Uh, diversity quota shit that they threw into the bill. That's just them trying to get their wish list put into law.
1: Yeah, and I got no problem piggybacking it off of something that the population needs.
0: Uh, Yeah. Uh And, And it's not just that. So like if Trump had said, I'm not going to sign this bill into law because of all this, this, and this, <clears throat> they'd be like, oh, he doesn't care about the people. Oh, he's bad president, orange man, bad, orange man, bad. But if he signed, it's a win-win either way. And and I hate that about the Democrats. I would I would almost compare them to the Sith. In fact, I'm going to compare them to the Sith. The Democrats are the Sith of our uh, of our nation. Because what what do they desire above everything else? I'm pretty sure you can answer this. Mm. It begins with P and ends with our uh nope
1: not not no. No, not ringing. Up, not uh, I, 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 don't, I don't I'm I'm lost. <laughs> power.
0: Yes. They desire the power to enact their their end game and they don't care who falls along the way. <sighs> Uh, it's just bullshit i'm i'm feeling like shiwo now like i want to snap my cigarette throw it on the ground stamp it in and then just pick up a fucking street sign and smack the shit out of something but i won't do that because i'm a responsible of fan.
1: all the nervous tics that like that was such a like i always thought that was really stupid i i didn't
0: th- i didn't What breaking the breaking the thing and then stomping into the ground was really dumb, (laughs) but it's obvious. Apparently, still stupid. (laughs) You're so dumb. I actually found it hilarious because it was it was it it carried from his childhood into his adult life. So like if if I was standing next to him and I saw him snap a cigarette, throw it on the ground and stomp on it, I'd be diving for the nearest alley and hope I didn't uh, end up in the crossfire. <laughs> but again, that's just me. Mm.
1: No, I just, uh, I, I just found it so. Th- it was just, a, it was such a stupid tick to me. That's all. Like I was, I kept like the second time I was watching the episode, and he kept doing it, and I was like, man, that's dumb. Like, why even mm. take the time to break it in half? Why not just throw it down? Like, you know, most angry people.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not wrong. <laughs> but i guess it, it might be as much for the comedic effect as it was for the storytelling effect because i know i laughed every time he did it throughout that episode like oh he's about to get pissed was <laughs> what, what's, what's he gonna fuck up this time <laughs> I don't know. Mm. But, okay, so we can make this short. Uh, any other uh, off-topic things you would want to talk about? Or I'm guessing you're waiting for your delicious, delicious food. Mm.
1: Not anything I can think of off the top of my head. Um, I just got a lot of editing to do.
0: Mm. All that goddamn editing. Mm. Why can't the shit edit itself for It'd be sake?
1: nice. I bet there's probably a program for it too. You can set criteria. But that's something you gotta pay for.
0: Man, it would involve artificial intelligence. So uh, it would be the AI thinking what's best for your for your stream. Is that really what you want, Gerald? Do you really want the AI telling you what's best for your stream? Eh, sometimes, yeah.
1: Sometimes I just don't want to think.
0: Uh, uh, See, therein lies the problem. How often do any of us want to think? Not often, I can tell you that. Because I'm one of them. But yeah, so uh, we could make this a short behind the scenes. That's always a good oh, thing. It's a behind the scenes. Uh, it's as
1: long as it is, really.
0: Indeed. And I've got a, I've got a hot potato to eat over here as well. So, uh, we will cut this here. We hope you've enjoyed this behind the scenes, and uh, make sure you listen to our regular podcast. Everybody stay safe, be safe, uh, stay quarantined, wash your goddamn hands. I mean, I'm I'm not going to not say that. And yeah, pass it off to you. Yep,
1: the same. Everybody stay safe, take care, take care of each other, and hopefully enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week.
0: Mm -hmm. we will see you next week then everybody be safe and do what you do